Good morning, my brothers and sisters at Antioch Baptist Church in Yolanda, Kenya. I pray that you're doing well and that this morning is a blessed morning for each of you. I am excited that you and I get to join together in studying, reading, and meditating on God's holy word, the living and active word of God that is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit of joint and marrow, discerning the thoughts and intentions of our hearts. So today we continue our study of the book of Romans, Paul's letter to the church at Rome, and we're going to pick up with verse 18 in chapter 1 of the book of Romans, but let's pray first. Heavenly Father, open the eyes and ears of our understanding that we may hear and see and receive what you have for us in your holy word. May we be truly transformed and never be the same again. In Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. So let's read these verses from Paul's. This is the opening of Paul's letter, and he has identified himself, and he has declared that he's not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Gentile. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. And then he says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. But they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore God gave them up in the lusts of their heart to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason God gave them up to dishonorable passions, for their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, 
covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them, but give approval to those who practice them. May God bless this reading and perceiving of his holy word. Amen. So, he lets us know that that God has wrath against ungodliness, and that is because God is holy and can have nothing to do with sin. And so he's saying that his wrath is revealed against ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. What is the truth? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So when we're not honoring God in our lives, we are suppressing the truth. What truth? The truth that has been known to all people for all time about God. He says, for what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. In other words, the witness that declares God to us is his own creation. When, when you see the sun rise and set in the same place, when you see the moon come up and go down, when you see the tides come in, when you see the seasons change, when you see your own body and the miraculous events that occur in it every second for us to be able to see and hear and speak, and even if we can't do those things, just the chemical processes, all of that, all of nature, all of creation the new birth, we could go on and on and on. They declare that that God is who that God is, and He is who He says He is. He says, for His invisible attributes, namely His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world. Since creation, God has revealed Himself in creation. And he says, so they're without excuse. No, nobody has an excuse. This answers that question about the claim of the, the person who lived in a recluse or secluded corner of the world and maybe have, hadn't been told personally about God. But God says he's revealed himself to all of us. And he says, so although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him. Uh, we honor God by acknowledging God and by thanking him for breath, for the beat of our heart, for sunshine, for water, for air, for everything, everything we have. But he said they didn't, they didn't honor him or give thanks, but instead they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. That's the result of refusing to recognize God for who he is. That's what happens when we reject God. They claim to be wise, but they become fools. God's not being ugly here. He's just speaking truth. 
they exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals. How much sense does that make to worship things that have no power in themselves except that which is given by the Creator rather than the one who is the Creator? We should never worship created things but the Creator Himself. Picking up with verse 26, it says, For this reason God gave them up to dishonorable passions. It doesn't say He gave them dishonorable passions. He let them pursue the dishonorable passions they had. There, remember, when we reject God, we become futile in our thinking. Our thinking is not clear. Our thinking is not wise. And instead of thinking right thoughts, we're thinking wrong thoughts. Instead of having a passion and a, and a heart to seek after God, instead we're seeking after the things that have been created. And he says what happens is, is that women exchange their natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And men likewise gave up natural relations and sought relations with other men. Uh, committing what God declares to be shameless acts with men and receiving due penalty for their error. And then in verse 28, he says, And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. Again, God is not creating this. God is saying, okay, if you're rejecting me, then I'm going to let you go the way you're going to go. God is a gentleman. He's not ever going to put a, a, a rope around us and tug us to himself. He calls us to himself. But if we resist, he, he allows us to make our own choices, to make our own bed, so to speak. And when we do, we have to lay in it. And so he said they were, they were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. He said, listen to this list. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil disobedient to parents. They are foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Think about that. Foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. They have turned away from God. This, this is not us wanting this. This is not us being unkind in thoughts. This is God warning what will happen if we turn away from him, if we reject him. He says that they become foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. Though they know God's righteous decree that those who practice such things deserve to die, they not only do them but give approval to those who practice them. They, they encourage others to practice these lawless, these godless actions that come from having a debased mind when we reject God and his plan and will for our lives. So we want to be men and women, boys and girls who are seeking after the Lord Jesus Christ, not seeking after our way of doing things, not seeking after our will, but his will 
be done in all things. Amen. Praise God. God bless you and keep you. And I look forward to our next time to be together, Lord willing, uh, next Tuesday. Uh, God bless you and keep you between now and then. In Christ Jesus, amen.